Hello guys and welcome back to Thickcast. I am your host Molly Edwards um, and today is another solo podcast um, but I feel we've got so much to talk about. I mean it wasn't that long ago that I last did a solo podcast but I also feel that like so much has kind of happened in that time as well and I've got so much to catch you guys up on. Um, but firstly wherever you are I hope you are well, I hope your training is going well, I hope if you're competing this year, prep's going well, um, and generally that you're just enjoying whatever you're doing um, at the moment. So the first thing I've got to tell you guys, which I am super excited about, is that I am on YouTube. Now, not this podcast, don't head over to the podcast and watch this because this isn't on YouTube. Um, My show days that I've, uh, well, that last two show days um the team has done has been on youtube um i hired a guy called josh um joshua vids to come out and film the show days for me and stick them on youtube and to be honest like bless him he is absolutely amazing he films youtube videos he sends me pictures he sends me reels and then because i am literally the most awful person in technology which we all know He puts them all on YouTube for me, does all the descriptions, all the bits and pieces so people can see it. Um, And yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. And I'm so, so happy with how the videos have turned out. So if you want to go watch the YouTube, head over onto YouTube. um, And, oh, I actually don't know what you need to type in. I think just Molly Jane coaching. And it should come up um, with the YouTube videos. Um, I'll try and put a sort of description in the... um, yeah, description in the description box. I don't know. I don't think you can really put a link in the description box on here, can we? Um, but I will put kind of the description of how to find the YouTube um, in the description box of this podcast for anyone that wants to go and kind of see what happened because we are going to talk a lot about on this podcast what's happened the last couple weeks anyway with the team. So you can go, you can see the YouTube videos and they are fucking wicked. Um, and there's more to come from them as well. We're filming at Fit Expo um next weekend um and then a bit later on in the year as well and then probably some other bits and pieces um kind of in that kind of weird little lull bit of the season um I always find like people compete at the beginning of the year people compete at the end of the year and then you've got kind of like this middle bit of the year where it's just kind of like a little bit quiet um but everyone's kind of like either on prep or post-show and then you've just got this like weird middle bit um but we obviously still shows still run uh people still do them um, but I always find it's a little bit quieter in the middle. So yeah, YouTube, that was the first thing I wanted to talk to you about. I'm absolutely loving it. I've wanted to do YouTube for literally the longest time, but where, what's always held me back is the filming of it, firstly, um, and then secondly, the editing of it. Um, so being able to have someone to do it, and also, like, when it's show day, how on earth you can coach someone and do like a show day vlog and make it look good, I have no idea. Because on show day, literally all my energy is going into my clients, all my focus is on my clients. Like I literally don't even take any photo show day, like not a single one. Because I'm so busy, like just making sure that the girls are all right. Um, So literally just being able to pay someone to just follow me around with the camera has been an absolute godsend. Um... So yeah, but now I'm on YouTube, I am going to get a camera and I'm going to film some kind of like day in the life thing, some training bits and pieces, some posing stuff as well. Um, And whatever else you guys want to see really. So if you are also kind of like, not just a podcast listener, but also like a YouTube person as well, let me know what kind of things that you want to see. um, And obviously I can then make them happen. So kind of leading on to that and what the um, two YouTube videos that are currently out um are about is the show days that the team has been on so I think last time we spoke I was like yeah the girls are all pretty close now um but actually the team has had three show days um so we'll start from the beginning um the first one was actually up in Scotland um which absolute madness to me right that is the closest show (laughs) um that I'll be going to this year I think um so yeah Scotland which is mad because obviously I'm from Devon um but obviously moving up to Sunderland um the closest show is literally Scotland I sorry I just cannot go over this um but yeah we went up to Motherwell with Zoe 
and it was a big, big show. Like, honestly, I was not expecting it to be that big. Um, so we did PCA Scotland, um, and what was really nice as well is that we've got, um, obviously my old coach was Scottish, I'm still very good friends with him, and I've still got a lot of friends up in Scotland and stuff as well. So what was really nice was not just to have Zoe on stage, but to catch up with kind of some old friends and stuff and have dinner together and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, it was Zoe's first um, show with me. Um, she has previously competed, which is why she didn't do the first time in the show, like the other two girls. Um, but she previously competed in Purely and UKUP. So obviously PCA is very, very different to those. Um, a lot more kind of muscle needed, a lot more kind of condition needed as well. Um, and yeah, I was very happy with kind of how we, the look we brought. Um, unfortunately, she didn't get a placing. It was honestly, it was such a busy show and it was such a busy class as well. I was very, very shocked how busy kind of like the master's class was and I've actually been noticing you know the last few shows I've been to and last year as well these master's classes are getting really really big which never it, they never used to be as big like obviously you did have a master's class there's a few people in it but they were never as busy as they are now and like the master's classes seem to be some of the busiest classes um so yeah she stood her own she looked absolutely incredible um condition I think was spot on um, they wanted to see her a little bit leaner, now PCA do want like a really, really lean look, um, so we were like, right, okay, we can work on that, that's fine, um, so what we kind of did then was knowing then that she was going to jump into the PCA Southwest in two weeks time, was we were just going to bring a little bit more offer, so we actually dropped another kilogram in those two weeks, Zoe's someone that drops weight really, really easily, but it's really hard to keep full, so it was like, well, we can get this weight off really quick. Um, but then it's like keeping that fullness as well. Um, which, because it was such a short time, we did manage that quite well, to be fair. We literally, so Zoe did our whole prep um, with zero cardio, just steps. Um, and they weren't even that high either. I think they went up to like 12,000. Um, and our calories, I think the lowest our calories went was like 1,700. So again, not really like low at all for us bikini girls. Um, so all we did then to kind of go from one show to the next, bring a little bit more condition, we dropped our calories down, so that's I think when we dropped it to like 1,700, and we literally added 15 minutes cardio daily, and that was it, and she dropped a kilogram. Um, we also used, um, some natural diuretics as well, um, I only really use natural diuretics with my clients, um, because most of them are bikini girls, um, and we just we just use a little bit of pink max so it wasn't anything really really strong um but it did help bring her in just a little bit more like crisp a little bit more leaner um and yeah just kind of more to the look that pca kind of wanted which was like a very very lean look we also brought in a touch fuller as well i think that her being leaner and using pink max as well we then could just push a little bit more carbs into her um, which also made her fuller as well, um, and obviously tighter, so I think definitely the PCX to show, like, she definitely brought, like, a much, much better package, um, we played around with posing as well, um, I just felt that, like, when she was on stage next to some of the other girls, she just needed to look a little bit, um, more muscular, um, and also, there's a few other bits as well that I just thought, mm, maybe that will work a little bit better, um, and it did, so we kind of played around posing, we changed the side pose, um, and we just, just have front post slightly as well. Um, so it was a little bit more front on, which is what PCA seemed to have wanted, um, was a more kind of front on front post. So we changed those things and doing that made her obviously look loads better than going into the Exeter show. Um, so that was wicked as well. Um, we then, the next weekend, um, I then had Ashley and Louise in the Fitex first timers. And I also had a posing client called Louise as well in the Fitex first timers. So we'll kind of cover her first. So she did the trained figure class. Um, and she looked so, so good. Um, she absolutely nailed the routine we created. All of her posing was lovely. Um, and I was just really, really happy with kind of how she looked and presented on stage. She won that class, which was absolutely amazing as well so yeah it was super buzzing with her um and then she also came to pca southwest so we had quite a lot of them in pca southwest which was really really fun um we then had louise who did 
the Masters 35 and Masters 40 plus uh, classes. Now, it was a bit of a funny thing with Louise because she kept saying to me, I don't think I'm lean enough, I don't think I'm lean enough. And Louise is the one um, that I kind of mentioned in the last podcast that had someone going, she was a bit of a secret squirrel, hadn't told anyone, and literally she hadn't told anyone. I knew, obviously, a couple of the team, like the girls on the team knew, like Ashley knew, um, and that was about it. Like, even her family, she told them that she was competing that weekend, but she wouldn't even tell them where because she didn't want them turning up. <laughs> so it was quite like this secret um, that she was even competing. And even like the night before where normally I'd post a picture of them all, I was like, oh shit, like I can't post that picture because I don't know if she's told anyone yet. So yeah, she did tell everyone on the day. Um, and she was like, oh, surprise, I'm competing. Um, and she kind of really, really outdid herself as well. So it did better than her expectations. But yeah, so I checked her in the night before and I looked at her and I thought, oh shit, like you're really, really lean. And she kept saying to me, oh, I don't feel lean enough, I don't feel lean enough, I'm going to pull out, I'm just going to focus on Manchester in four weeks time, like I don't feel conditioned enough, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Now, what you have to remember as well, like when you're checking in online, a lot of the, pro- like a lot of the kind of um, videos and stuff that are sent across aren't always the best quality because of maybe lighting. I mean, she does check it in outside, which is quite good. Um, but like your phone quality of the camera as well, things like that. So what I could see through these videos, she looked lean, but I was like, she's still a little bit soft, right? So I thought, yeah, Bikini Masters. And Bikini Masters anyway is a harder look than kind of like your open bikini classes um, and a more muscular look. So I was like, yeah, she'll be um, she'll be fine in Masters. Anyway, I saw her this Saturday night and I thought, oh shit, you are very, very lean um, and very, very full, which was good. Um... But I was like, oh, I think they're going to move her to Bikini Trained. Now, she kind of spoke to me about um, the Masters 35. Originally, they thought there was only going to be her in the class. And she was like, I don't think I want to do it if it's just me. She was very, very worried. So I was like, I knew there was no one else in Bikini Trained. So if I moved her into that, she'd be on her own. And I didn't want to be on her own. So it's like, do we just gamble it? Leave her in Masters and kind of see how she does if they move and they move her. Which is what we did. Um, And... She did Bikini 35 plus, Masters 35 plus, and there was actually someone else that um, turned up and did it. They just registered late. That was all it was. Um, So there was a couple of them for that. She won that class, which was absolutely amazing. Then she went on to the Masters 40 plus, where again, there was a couple more people um, and she won that as well, which was again, like absolutely incredible. And this woman that's like, oh, you know, I don't think I can do this to like winning both her classes was absolutely insane. Then when they invited her to finals, so they didn't actually move in the day, but when they invited her to finals, they did invite her as a trained bikini, um, which is kind of like what, like I said, like what I was expecting anyway. Um, but it's just now pulling her in a little bit tighter um, and nice and full for that. I felt on the show day she did run a little, like a tiny touch flat. Um, not like really bad, but I just, you know, when you look at something like, oh, we could get you fuller. Um, so then for Southwest, it was very much that. Now I kind of, I'll, I'll go on to that a bit more in a bit. Um, because I'm going to now tell you about Ashley, who was the, uh, the final one that I had on stage for, um, Bikini Open, um, at the FX first time in the show. Now this one was the busiest class of the day and she really, really held her own. Now what I found really nice of Ash was whenever she poses, she's always like, oh, I feel really wooden. Like I feel like I don't float. She does, she poses really, really nicely, but it's one of those things. It's always in your head, isn't it? Um, but you can see she's always a little, like holds herself back a little bit of her posing. Um, and I was like, no, you're fine. Like just, just go, just go. Um, and she just got on stage and honestly it was like a different woman stood up there I was like who is this person um and she just brought so much sass to that stage it was absolutely incredible to watch um and she just looked incredible she really really enjoyed herself up there um and she came third as well so it was absolutely amazing to do a show where all the girls placed all the girls did really really well and like they absolutely did me so proud like we I come backstage and like the three of us were just like in tears (laughs) Um, because we kind of just so happy with how it had all gone. Um, but yeah, it was really, really awesome to see, I have to say, um, and see the girls who were just both like, I can't do it. 
go and absolutely fucking kill it. So, yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, really, really enjoyed that. The next show that we then did was the PCA Southwest. Now, obviously, for Zoe, like, I kind of told you Zoe's little story anyway between the two. Um, we'd got two weeks um, to bring in a little bit tighter and fuller. Um, but for Ashley and Louise, we'd only got, we were literally doing back-to-back peak weeks. So it was very much like, okay, pull any water off that we've got on, fill them back up again. Um, and I think with back-to-back peak weeks, it can go one way or another. Like, do it right, spot on. Do it wrong, and you look worse. So it's very much like planning it so they did look better than the week before. Now, going into watching PCA Scotland, the look that they were going for was very, very lean, very, very muscular. Like, that was, like, the main criteria they had for all of them. Um, So what we aimed to do was bring the girls in as lean and as full as possible, um, which is what we did. So, like I said, Zoe come in leaner, kilogram leaner fuller um louise come in lena like louise was literally peeled to the bone like so lean um and so full as well um and i had someone look over her because i was like oh i'm a bit concerned they're going to move her to trained because she wasn't trained with fit is she going to be trained with pca it was pca because they were in scotland going for very very lean very very muscular is she better off then staying in masters so i had um guy hardy actually who's been on this podcast before um, look over her for me because he judges for PCA um, and he said no no keep her in masters it's fine and I think actually as a coach like I judge as well I know the criteria very very well but I think even so if you've got someone that can just have be a second pair of eyes just look over it just go yep yeah, that's right or no just do that you know just maybe put it in the other category I think use it I think that a lot of um, kind of mistakes and stuff I see in the coaching industry is coaches um, letting their ego get in their own way um, and being like, no, I know best, so I'm going to do this. And then actually that's not what's best for their client. Um, so sometimes it's best just to ask for that second opinion and like never be afraid for help and to ask for help and just say to someone like, I knew, I was like 90% sure, yeah, stay in master's bikini. But I just thought, do you know what? There's someone here that I know that judges for PCA that knows exactly what they're looking for. I'm just going to ask him to take two minutes of his time to look over her and just go, yeah, no, that is the right class because it's peace of my mind. It's peace of mind for her and it's guaranteeing then that we are putting her in the right class. She's not going to get moved on stage and none of that. And I think that's something that's really important. So I just kind of wanted to add that in there. Um, But yeah, so she went in Bikini Masters again um and she her and Zoe were actually in the same class as well but like I said we brought in a lot fuller a lot leaner and to be fair all three of them woke up that morning literally bursting full like I've never seen three of them as full as what they were which was really really cool so we put her in Bikini Masters uh with Zoe um and again it was a really really big class um but both of them just looked absolutely incredible um and Louise came third, she took a third place at Trophy there, which was really, really good. Um, Zoe unfortunately didn't place. I think I'd got her about fifth, which was pretty cool. Um, but obviously you don't really know for sure because you can't see their scorecards. Um, but that was just kind of my personal opinion there. Um, because they did give out the fourth place invite as well, so I knew that she wasn't fourth. Um, so in my opinion, she's probably about fifth, but yeah, it's you, you can't really tell unless you're the one on the judging panel, can you? Um, Ash then went out and did her open bikini class. Again, a very, very big class. And I was actually really surprised with PCA Southwest because obviously, as you guys know, I'm from Exeter. I've been to that show, gosh, for years now. Um, competing myself um, back in 2019 when um, I wasn't very good at all. Um, and I, like I've seen that show many, many times. Um, and it's always been really quiet. It's always been one of the most quiet PCA shows. Last year, I think Masters Bikini had two in it. Bikini Short last year, I think, had three in it. Um, but this year, it was mental. It was so busy. I think Bikini Open had six or seven in it. And I think Masters probably had about eight in it. Like, they were really, like, quite big classes. Maybe more, actually, in Masters. Um, I don't know, maybe there's seven in Masters. 
I'm not sure actually. Well, anyway, watch the YouTube vlog and you can see. Um, they were really big houses, which I kind of wasn't expecting. Um, and the standard was really high as well, again, which I wasn't really expecting, especially the master's class. But yeah, the open, again, Ash went out. She looked a lot fuller um, and a little bit tighter again as well. And the reason Ash looked fuller was because we'd had this whole drama in peak week before the Fit X-Show where she basically hadn't read my sheet properly. So in there, I put raw weight basmati rice. That means you weigh the rice raw, and then you put the water in, and then you cook it. Now, Ash, for whatever reason, hadn't read that, and was just putting in, like, 20 grams of cooked weight rice, which, as you can imagine, isn't much rice. So I'm thinking she's having all these carbs, all these calories, and she's not, because most of our carbs are coming through rice. And she just really wasn't. And I was then being like, wow, she needs to be a bit fuller, but if I push more, like, I don't want to have to spill because she'll be having loads of extra calories. Like, do I, do I push that? Do I not? And it's kind of that, like, well, we've run on this kind of carbohydrates before and she's come up really full and you, it's, you're very, like, I find peak week, you're very much balancing on a line here of, like, too much carbs and they'll spill, not enough carbs and they're flat. And I think for bikini, actually you're better off edging more on the flat side than you are on this, like, too much and spilling side. Because in bikini, you want to keep that tight waist, you want to keep that condition. Like, you want to keep those things over kind of the fullness. If you were, like, a men's open bodybuilder, you'd probably push fullness more. But, like, in bikini, I'd probably edge more towards flat. And you've got to think as well, like, you've got to pump up, um, you've got pump products and stuff in there as well, which help um so yeah I kind of always err on the side of caution with that one um and that's why I was so like I think I was just confused she was confused anyway we found out what was going on so heading into PCA we were able to bring such a fuller package um and like an even more conditioned package as well again we changed Ash's posing um for her the side pose that we use in Fitex which you have to use which is the leg closest to the judges needs to be bent she really, really struggles with that. Her lower back is very, very tight. So for her, like, to hit that pose is really difficult. So we just changed it to the leg closest to the judges was straight. That made her be able to stand up a lot taller in our poses as well and just present herself a lot better. So her posing was better. Her package was better. Um, but unfortunately, again, just narrowly missing out on placings. And it's kind of what I want to talk to you um kind of a bit later on in this podcast um it's kind of hard to deal with that because sometimes it's a little bit shit um but I'd love you guys to head over to the YouTube and and watch that I know I'm like constantly plugging this YouTube but I'm just very very excited about it and like I don't know I just want you guys to see visually like kind of how the girls looked um especially in, like when you can compare like the two shows as well and kind of how we did it um but yeah back to back peak worked great for the girls um and all of them just look better and I think sometimes like results don't always go your way like I would have loved all of the girls to place that day but they didn't um sorry I'm missing out posing Louise here as well posing Louise came the third as well in her class again like absolutely smashed it and what I was really proud of her with this one was with the routine with Fitex, you have the option of having your music start off stage or having your music start on stage now, with PCA, for some reason, they started her music off stage. Now, when she does her routine, it very much starts on stage for her to get the beat, come up, hit the beat, all of that business. They started it when she was off stage, which then obviously made it really, really difficult for her because she was, like, two beats behind. Now, I don't know how she did it, but I am so proud of her for doing it. She managed to get those beats straight back again. And you, when, honestly, if you watch the video, you could not even tell that she was off the beat there because, and I think it's on my Instagram as well, that one, um, you can't tell yourself to be on a routine, which was really cool, and, like, just shows that she'd obviously been practicing it loads, and knew exactly, like, kind of when she needed to hit certain poses for the routine to go with the music, and it was very much a routine that went with the music as well, and I think that's really important when you are creating a routine to make it go and flow with the music, and kind of, like, I always think, like, when you listen to music, it kind of tells you what to do as well, um, and that's kind of when we create the routine. It was is very much in that in mind. Um, and I think personally that's what creates a good routine is to fit it exactly with the music. You know, use those powerful beats for the powerful movements. Use those kind of like twiddly instrumentals to use spinning movements and things like that. And 
you know, use the beats to hit your strong poses. So, yeah, that's kind of like how I created it. And I just think she did amazing with that. Um, and she came third as well, which was really, really cool uh, for her to get another placing as well. So, yeah, like I said, all of the girls looked better. All of them just did better. And sometimes regardless of placing, and I mean, like I said, it would have been great if they'd all placed. Um, but that's bodybuilding and it's a subjective sport. And sometimes it's shit and sometimes it hurts. But you've got to take it for what it is and you've got to kind of take like, okay, do you know what? You know what? Okay, maybe my client didn't place quite where I would have liked her to. However, did she bring a better package? Yeah, absolutely. Did she pose better? Did she feel more confident on stage? Did we collect more data as well that if she's competing again, I can then use that data for the next show? Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, like the placings aren't everything. Sometimes it feels a bit crap. Um, but also there's a way to deal with that. So kind of like that's what I want to talk about now is kind of like the etiquette in dealing with kind of placings the right way. Obviously, sometimes judging goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you might agree with that. Sometimes you don't. But I think there's a way to go about it. There's a way to say it and there's a way to kind of deal with it. And kicking off shouting and screaming isn't. Trust me, I've seen it. It's ridiculous. You look stupid. Um, and saying things like, oh, I got robbed, blah, blah, blah. Like, actually, it's really disrespectful. Everyone up there worked really, really hard. Now, regardless of how many hours cardio they did or how many meals they ate or whatever it might be, everyone up there worked hard and everyone's up there for different reasons. And I think the most important thing is you still congratulate everyone because everyone worked hard regardless if they beat you or they didn't. Um, everyone worked hard to be up there and I think that's kind of what we need to always remember in this sport. So when it goes your way, absolutely, like, say well done, but also congratulate the other people. Also, like, tell them how well they did because they might be feeling a little bit down, whether that's as a coach or as a competitor. Um, just congratulating the other people around you and making everyone feel good because why shouldn't you? Like, yeah, okay, you beat them, but they still worked fucking hard. You know, they still did their hours in the gym. They still did their hours on the treadmill. They still did their steps. They still ate their meals. They still did all of that. So congratulate them enjoy it, you know, they might come back next week and beat you, so, you know, and as a coach, exactly the same, congratulate everyone, now, if someone beats you, and you're a little bit, like, disheartened by it, or maybe you don't quite agree with it, and, you know, it's very easy scapegoat to say that the judges got it wrong, and, and nine times out of ten, I, I think, well, probably more than that, actually, you know, they haven't, you know, there might be the odd occasion where, Maybe they did, right? Maybe they did get it wrong. But most of the time, they didn't. And at the end of the day, like, you still put yourselves in front of them and that's their decision. Now, whether you agree with that decision or not, that's the decision that they made and they are the people that are judging you and they're the people that you put yourselves in front of in that federation, in that criteria, in that class, etc., etc. So when you are beaten and maybe you don't agree or whatever... Don't shout, don't scream, don't kick off. It's okay to be upset, it's okay to be a little bit pissed off because you've worked your fucking ass off to get there. But still congratulate the people that won. Still have grac graciousness in the face of defeat, isn't it? So still be, like, nice about it. And, like, you know, like I said, congratulate people. Take your stuff away. And as coaches as well, don't start kicking off and acting like a dick because no one likes that. Don't be rude to people. Just be like, oh, okay, we got beat, that's fine. Now, if you're a little bit annoyed about it, maybe, like, in the car on the way home, you might be a bit pissed off, might put some angry songs on, something like that, I don't really know. Um, but just, you know, having some decorum about you um, and having some etiquette of placings um, as both a coach and as a competitor as well. Yeah, and then, like, like I said, if you want to be upset about it, cool, be upset about it. Be upset about it in private, not all over Instagram, not all over the show day, not all over that. Just be upset about it in private. Maybe you might want to talk to your coach about it and be like, I wasn't sure about that. Like, why did that person beat you? Beat me, sorry. Now, most of the time, hopefully your coach can give you that answer. Um, and sometimes your coach might not be able to. They might be like, look, I, I don't know. Like, I need to look back at a video. I need to have a think about it. Um, you know, not all coaches are judges. Not all coaches know exactly what's being looked at. Um, 
But that's okay to also say, do you know what, I'm not sure. Um, but like I said, there's a way to deal with things and kind of have that etiquette about you. And that's something that I was really proud of the team for. Like, were they upset that they didn't all place? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, they didn't kick off and scream back. They dealt with it in a really mature way. And and that's something that I think I'll always be proud of is, is when they do deal with it in such a way like that. Um, so yeah, kind of then we're going to talk next. Honestly, I've made all these like bullet points and I'm kind of hoping this kind of flows in some way. Yeah, so kind of what I'm hoping this will kind of flow nicely into is judging. So obviously, like, I am absolutely so excited to be back on the judging panel for Fitex this year. And from what I can see, I'm at pretty much every single show. Well, I am at every single show. Um, so if you do Fitex this year, you will no doubtably see me, um, which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, for me, it's not just about, like, judging the shows and being able to kind of, there's like that side of it, which I absolutely really, really enjoy. I feel like I learn so much from doing it. Um, and I just find it so interesting as well. Um, it's hard, like don't get me wrong, like it is really hard. Um, but I enjoy it and I absolutely thrive off it. But also for me, it's about being around those people. And like some of those guys are just absolutely amazing. Like it's literally like being in like this little family. Um, and what was really nice, like, at the weekend was, I say at the weekend, it was, like, three weeks ago now, um, is I sat next to Marty from South Coast Powerhouse, and we both judged, but obviously, like, we'd both got clients on stage, and you never judge your clients, so if I've got clients on stage, whether it's posing, or whether it's, um, like, a prep client, um, I don't judge them, I do come off stage for that, I come off stage, come off the panel for that, um, so with me and Marty both having clients, um, on stage that day we very much kind of flitted like on and off between us and kind of shared that kind of role between the two of us and what was really cool as well was like that kind of support as well like obviously I'd be like right I'm going off for this person I'll be back on in a minute yeah, yeah that's cool right I'll, I'll be back on and then I'm off for this class and you're off for this class and um so he he had men on stage I had women on stage so you know we're not in there for the they're not in the same classes anyway but what was really cool with it was the support there and like we'd switch back over again and it would be like oh well done like she looked really good and I'd go, oh thank you so much like which one was yours oh yeah they look really good and it was kind of that support between us that you get that's really really lovely and kind of when Louise went up and they won and then one of the girls Hattie that was shadow judging kind of leaned over to me and she was like was that your one in the green that won I was like yeah yeah she's like oh she looked amazing I'm like, oh thank you so much and it's really, really lovely to kind of have that support as well, um, which I absolutely love. Um, and I just, we make so many great memories. I learned so much from them as well because there's so many like fantastic, fantastic people um, that kind of work in that circle that I can learn from, um, which is just absolutely amazing. So very much looking forward to kind of the rest of this year with the guys and and judging the shows and bits and pieces. Um, which will be really cool. Um, so yeah, next one is obviously Fit Expo, which I'm absolutely buzzing about. Um, there's something all else very exciting that's happening, and I don't think I can announce it yet. Um, but all I'm going to say is, guys, the NFM show, I'm very excited for. Something very special was happening at that show. Um, and yeah, if you're about that weekend, go and watch the NFM show for a bit and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, and if you're there as well, like come up, say hi. Like, yeah, I absolutely love the expo. Um, I've got Louise doing both uh, the NFM show and the FitX show. I've got loads of the team coming up to support her as well, which is so cool. Um, and obviously like they're going to train um we're gonna get some content and stuff josh is coming up to film i actually might get josh on a podcast if you guys are interested and get him to kind of talk about like what he does um and yeah just ex just explore the expo really like i know that i've got like loads of friends of stands there and i can't wait to see them all um jj the muscle shed he's been on, been on here before he's obviously got a stand there um you know there's there's a strom stand as well um yeah, there's there's so many there. Um, I think Eva going up as well, which I mean, 
I know they've not been on the podcast yet and I'm hoping to bring Dave on at some point. Um, but guys, if you want to get your blood, te- your bloods done as well, when you're at the expo, I did last year that they have like this big blood tent. That's the best I can call it. Um, and go in there, get your bloods tested. Um, and it's just such a great service to have. Um, Romana took mine last year. Um, I mean, I fucking hated it. I don't like needles. Um, but yeah, she did all my bloods and everything. And honestly, to be honest, guys, Romana was back on the podcast like ages ago. If you want your bloods done and you don't like needles, get Amanda to take your bloods. Because honestly, I have had so many blood tests this last like year or so. And I could not feel Amanda take my bloods. So yeah. If you want someone that's like really quick, you don't even feel it, she is the one. Um, I guess being a paramedic for so long, she said to me that she's used to taking them on like roadsides. Um, so taking them in like a kind of, sorry guys, we literally just had a bit of a uh, dilemma there. Um, I'm literally halfway through recording the podcast and the window cleaner came and Bertie the dog was absolutely fucking terrified. Um, so we just had a major barking fit. Um, and he just sat on top of me having a barking fit because he was so scared, bless him. So, um, kind of lost my train of thought here. Um, but yes, get your bloods done, um, whether you're assisted or not. And that's really important to say. Um, and there's kind of more coming up in the next episode um, about kind of like PED use, um, blood tests, etc. Um, with Sarah. Um, go and get your bloods done. Check your health. Make sure you're in a good place. Um, before you start a prep um, and kind of like after your prep as well like I wouldn't say maybe like immediately after because like you kind of know they're going to be off Um, but definitely like a few weeks after as well just to kind of make sure that you're always putting your health first in this sport Um, but yeah there is going to be so much going on there's CrossFit competitions as well there's strongman there's powerlifting there's MMA there is so much stuff um, so yeah, I am absolutely buzzing for it. Um, and so excited to see kind of how Louise does and, um, yeah, having that in this expo show. So the next thing I, I was going to talk to you guys about, um, which was requested as birth still having a little bit of a bark, still a bit nervous, um, was some tips for show day itself. Um, and kind of like what I've kind of experienced over the last kind of just well, over the last few years, but also like the last kind of three shows as a team that we've been on as well. Um, tips for show day. Firstly, chill out. Like relax, have fun, take loads of pictures. I know we say this all the time, but literally just chill. Um, what I think as well is like some federations, like they're very much like rush you. And like we had this at PCA Southwest. They did the break and they were like, right, all the girls backstage now. And it was like, they're not going to be on for like an hour plus, like literally an hour plus, like it is fine. They then start to stress, they're like, we've been told we need to be backstage now and we're going to miss our thing. Like, you're not going to miss your thing. You're fine. Like, just get yourselves dressed. You know, if you're not in your bikini already, make sure that, you know, you've got all the bits that you need. Chill out and make your way over there. Like, you don't need to be backstage right then. However, also... Make sure you are backstage on time because some federations will, like, they're very much like hurry up and wait. And other federations are like, we've told you to be backstage, you know, before your class. Um, and now we can't find you. And now you've got no time to pump up. So you've kind of got like the two very much opposite ends of the spectrum. Now, if they're a hurry up and wait, your coach will be like, no, you're fine. Don't stress. Just chill out. You know, you're going to have time. Um, so yeah, chill. That's the main one. Sit down, lie down, get a blanket, chill out, get your headphones on, speak to your friends, whatever it might be, just chill out. Second one is organisation. So make sure firstly that you have packed everything that you need. But secondly, I would have a separate bag. So I would have one bag that's like my overnight bag. So it's got like my pyjamas in, my toothbrush, um, a change of clothes, um I don't know whatever else you might be taking with you um and either that one if you're staying at the hotel the next night as well leave it in the hotel um but if you're not then leave it in your car and then I'd have a show day bag now in my show day bag I would have my rice cakes my meals um my pump up bands 
my pre-workout, my robe, my bikini, my heels, things like your spare heels, yes, bring them, but you don't need them with you in the venue, like, they can be in your car, like, it's going to take you, like, two minutes to run out to your car if you need them, right, your spare bikini, leave it in the car, you don't need it, they're, like, just-in-case things, so you're just-in-case things, if they're big, they're bulky, like a bikini and a pair of heels, leave them in the car, it's fine, if you need them, they're two minutes walk away, if that, right, it's less things to be carrying about, dragging about on show day, just bring your essentials with you to the venue in a bag, make sure that bag is like prepped and organised, um, and then your extra sparesies, just leave them in the car, you know, you might have a spare meal or something, that's fine, especially if you've got a friend or a partner coming with you, they can run to the car for you, let them do that, they'll feel appreciated, they'll feel useful, um, and they can do those bits for you, um, so yeah, do that, organise yourself well, uh, the next thing is to pack spares, so what did happen as well at PCA Southwest, um, and it's not in the YouTube, um, because we kind of couldn't put it in the YouTube, um, but Louise's bikini broke, now, this isn't the first time it's happened to someone, this won't be the last time it's happened to someone, and yes, it is fucking shit when it happens, so basically, when she went to put her bikini bottoms on, the connector just snapped, like, just broke, um, and then we were like, shit, what do we do? So, obviously, it's her first year competing. She doesn't have a spare bikini. Well, she does now because she's brought one. Um, but it is that, like, panic of, like, oh, my God, like, what do we do now? Um, so, what we did was um, we kind of, like, split into different directions. So, what happened was um, a friend of ours, um, she actually came and, like, so much thanks to her, she came and started to sew the bikini back together um, with some thread. So always, always pack a needle and thread, right? Because you never know when you're going to need it. So sh she sat and sewed the connector back together. Now, we weren't sure at this point if it was going to hold or not and if it was going to work. And I'd actually really recommend some Gorilla Glow or something if this happens. Um, and I then kind of went, I knew someone that was in the crowd and I was like, hey, look, I know you can be only li you live around the corner. Like, have you got bikini that we can borrow? She was like, yep, that's fine. Um, so I basically, well, I didn't get straight to her. I actually tried a few people first um, just to see if someone else had got a spare bikini. And yeah, I managed to find one. Um, so we'd got that kind of as a backup then as well. These things do happen. And this is why I say to pack spare if you've got one. So if you've got a spare bikini, pack it. Even if it's just a posing bikini, right? And it's got no crystals on it, it's better than nothing. Pack spare heels because if the straps break on those heels like you can't fix that so have a spare pair of heels with you if you can't afford a spare pair of heels because they are quite expensive um if you have a head over to compact you can get like the ankle straps maybe even just have them in your bag um just in case that strap was to break then you have got like another one um but again like if these things happen and you haven't for whatever reason ask around, someone there will be the same size shoe as you, someone there will have a spare bikini, someone there, even like worst comes to worst, like if, if there's a girl on before you, and there's a class between you, just borrow a bikini, just, she can take it off, you can pop it on, you know, if you've got friends in the industry, they'll do things like that for you, but just have spare, um, after this happened, I did actually, so I used to have like a, um, kind of like a show day box, which had like all these bits and pieces in, um, now, what I kind of haven't spoken about is, like, in kind of, like, very much my personal life, um, but my van got broken into, and loads of stuff was stolen, and some of the stuff was stolen was um, a bag which contained loads of show day stuff, which was in there, was, like, my sewing kit and everything, so I just kind of was not prepared going into that show like I normally was, but I did look up on eBay, and on eBay, you can buy connectors for £5, for as little as £5, now, they do come in different lengths and obviously different, like, widths as well. So they could be, like, one row, could be two row, could be three row, could be, like, twisty designs. Go on eBay, buy yourself the same connectors as the, that is what's on your bikini, right? Because that is cheaper than buying a new bikini. And also, take a sewing kit and literally, you can just unstitch it and re-sew a new connector on there. Is it going to be as neat as what they would do with their machines? Probably not, no, maybe not. 
But will it hold and will it work? Yes, absolutely. So head over to eBay, get yourself some connectors um, and just have them with you in your little show day box as like a spare um, and definitely a sewing kit. The other thing you can do is if you head into Primark or maybe not if you can get if you can't get them there, but like Victoria's Secret and Summers, any sort of bra shop, and get like a clear bra strap. Um, now a clear bra strap is going to have a little bit of give in it, um, but also you're not going to see it. So just get a clear bra strap and just stitch that behind the connector. So if that connector breaks on stage, you've got a clear bra strap that's holding your pants up or holding your bikini top up. So if worse comes to the worst, you have still got something holding you in because you do not want that snapping on stage. Um, now, the likelihood of that happening is pretty bloody slim because most of the time when they snap, it's when you're pulling them on. Like, once they're on, they're fine. Um, and, like, luckily for Louise, um, she sewed it up um, and it was she got the bikini bottoms back on. It was holding. She was fine. Um, and we kind of put the badge in a way that it, it covered the stitching as well. Um, so it was fine. However, she has now obviously got it fixed properly, uh, for the expo shows because obviously you don't want that happening again. Um, but yeah, just make sure that you guys have got spare packed. And if you take anything away from this podcast, it's literally that. Um, and my kind of last thing is like, just don't panic. Just don't panic. Whatever happens, something, you know, if your bikini snaps, if you're, you know, you're a bit late showing up for your pump up, right? If your tan runs, right? All of these happen all the time. You are not going to be the first person whose tan has ever run. You're not going to be the first person that's like weed on themselves down their leg and now their tan's everywhere. You know, you're not going to be the first person whose makeup doesn't look quite right, you know? Booking the good makeup artists, I will say that much. Um, you're not going to be the first person that all this happens to. So there is always, always a way out of it. You go find the organisers of the show, you know, and they will say to you, like, this happens at every single show. You know, your tan runs, something goes wrong with your tan. It's cool. Just make sure you're at Pump Up backstage, you know, first. You know, you're there early. You can say to the tanning girls before they glaze you, hey, look, you know, my tan's run or, you know, I've splashed on my legs. I sat down on the toilet. Don't sit down on the toilet, girls. Pissed down my leg, you know. Maybe use a shiwi if you're inclined to do that kind of thing. Um, and the girls will be like, yeah, that's fine. And they will literally fix it. Um, so whatever happens, your period comes show day. This is another one, right? Your period comes show day or the day before. Again, absolutely fine. Always take some tampons with you. Um, and I definitely advise if you feel comfortable to, to use tampons. Um, you're fine. Make sure you're obviously all tucked in. Um, but yeah, it's fine. The worst thing that you can do is panic because if you panic about something, and like I said, you are never, ever, ever going to be the first person that this happens to. So if you panic about it, all you're going to do is hold water, hold stress, go flat, whatever it might be, feel horrendous, not enjoy your day. If you just go, well, that's shit. What can I do about it? How can I fix this? You'll be absolutely fine. So they are probably my top tips for show day. Um... So yeah, any more content that you guys want to see, whether that's on the podcast, whether that's on YouTube, whether that's on my Instagram, whatever it might be, please head over to my Instagram. It's mollyjane underscore bikini. Drop me a message. Let me know what you want to see. um, And I will endeavor to do my best. Um, I've had guests on the podcast previously that people have been like, I want to see them. I've got them on. I've got a guest coming up who... I was asked, oh, can you bring this person on? And I'm like, yes, I can. Um, And he's coming on soon. So whatever it is you want to see, just drop me a message and I will always do my best to make it happen. Obviously, there's some people that aren't going to want to come on this podcast. That's fine. That's their loss. Um, But most people will. And yeah, I think I've covered like so much on this podcast um, today. And I hope that you guys have really taken some stuff from it. I know it's been a bit of like a random one covering loads of different things um but I just really wanted to do a bit of a a kind of like a team rundown of like what's been happening so far this season and kind of like let you guys know like what we're doing next um so like I said we will be at the Fit Expo um next and then we've got some shows later on in the year so then it's a it's a little while before the team's back on stage um I've got some posing clients going um in PCA uh this weekend actually um 
And then, yeah, it's going to be a little while till we're back on stage. Uh, we're back on stage at some NFM shows. Back at the Compact Classic as well. Um, and, yeah, heading up to finals as well with a couple girls. So that's also super, super exciting. Um, but like I said, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this. Um, I really hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that you've taken some stuff away and I hope you learned some bits and pieces or just enjoyed it and found it somewhat entertaining. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please, please, please go and subscribe to it on um, Spotify or whatever kind of podcast platform you listen to it on. Um, please give it a five-star review as well and also share it on your stories, tag me in it and spread the word, guys. Joe told me off for stealing this from Stephen Bartlett. But it's so true. The more you guys share this podcast, the better guests that I can get on here and the more people will like just want to come on here and message me. Um, but yeah, that's being said though, I have got some absolutely wicked guests lined up. Um, I'm recording another podcast tonight, which I'm super excited for. And then I've got another one in the pipeline I'm super excited for. And so many more guests to, still to come. Um, so like I said, like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, it's mollyjane underscore bikini. Um, and if you want to join the team, you want to get great results, um, we do have the eight-week summer shred program starting soon. So if you want to join that, drop me a message. Um, that program is designed for lifestyle clients that want to obviously lose some weight for summer, but also people that are thinking like, oh, maybe I want to join the team, maybe I'm not so sure, like maybe I want to compete, maybe I'm not so sure. Like that summer shred is designed for that as well if you're thinking maybe i want to compete next year but i'm not sure if i can diet do the summer shred do a strong eight week dieting phase and then think like "Mm, could i do this for a bit longer could i compete you know and then also i get to know you i know your physique as well and know where we can kind of go with that um so yeah eight week summer challenge is on well we'll be on soon um and i do have a couple spaces left this month for online coaching clients as well, prep and lifestyle as well. So if you're interested, like I said, drop me a message and yeah, join the team guys. Um, But thank you again so much for listening and I'll see you soon.